but this is something i do a lot of the time actually all the time and it is very fundamental to the relationship that i have created with myself and very carefully nourished and it is also the very cornerstone of the strength in my personality my confidence it's why self love is not something i practice in rituals it's a constant part of my life the love i have for myself infuses my very being it's not something i pull out or create with affirmations or vision boards on bad days it's constant and it grounds me in good and bad moments of my life Welcome back to Experable. I'm your host Krati Mehra, and in this show, we learn from the success and struggles of people we admire, and dive deep into concepts that help us expand the possibilities available to us, so we can freely, boldly design the life we desire, discover the depth and breadth of our capabilities, access the wisdom available in the world around us, and even on really bad days, love what we see in the mirror. Are you ready? Let's go. and welcome back to Experable. I hope you're having a fantastic day and I hope your day continues to get better. I am so sorry about today's episode topic, but hopefully by the end of the episode you will feel that the time you spend listening to the episode was time well spent. You see, I usually steer clear of this topic, self-love, self-care, self-compassion, and when I do talk about it, it's usually to direct everyone in the opposite direction or adopt a version of it that's more about growth and discipline than care and nourishment and my aversion to this topic is not because i don't value self love or i don't think it's helpful on the contrary one of the things that helped me in my recovery from depression was actually shifting my focus away from the external world external validation and onto creating a version of myself that i could love even when nobody else was in my corner that was really key to my recovery so believe me i think it's incredibly important for us to be able to love ourselves for us to be able to stand in front of a mirror and adore what we see there even on really bad days find comfort in our own skin i mean you've heard the intro of the show right but it's just that the internet and the world really is so saturated with some version of self care and self love advice that the words have really lost their meaning there is supposed to be a gravity to the subject because loving yourself is no little thing in my experience self love is what compels you to fight for yourself when no one else is in your corner it's what gets you to walk out the door when you find yourself in an abusive relationship It's what gets you to the doctor when your body stops cooperating in subtle little ways. It's also what keeps you walking the path of growth even when life feels good and comfortable enough. And it's what keeps your hands off the pills, the alcohol and the razor when your life blows apart. So loving yourself, my friend, is not just good for you, it's absolutely necessary and it can mean the difference between life and death in certain situations. I know that's dramatic but I absolutely do stand by those words. So the only reason I don't talk about it more is because thanks to the millions and millions of IG posts, TikTok videos, gift baskets, spa posters, <laughs> the whole concept has as I said lost its meaning and it has become oversimplified in our heads. All of that advice it has it has value for sure but it's also advice that only helps us surface issues and that overlooks the complexity of human nature and the fact that no two human beings are the same and neither are their problems so how can a generic solution help us all 
but hopefully what I'm sharing today will help if you struggle to love yourself. I can say with complete confidence that I like, love and respect myself because I have a relationship with myself. And this relationship is more profound, more layered and more secure than my relationship with anyone else in the world. I am my most loved friend and support system. And I know that sounds cheesy and <laughs> vaguely narcissistic, but let me explain. Um, do you know that, uh, and this is according to a study shared by WebMD, 96% of adults apparently say they have an internal dialogue and 25% of the adults self-talk out loud. Now, I couldn't find a link to the study, so I'm not sure if it's correct or not. I do know that a lot of adults talk to themselves. Most kids do it. But why I bring this up is because I talk to myself all the time. And I don't just talk to myself in that inner dialogue kind of way where we weigh our options and go through the decision process. But I talk to myself exactly how I would talk to another human being. I refer to myself by name. I ask myself questions. And I've been doing this since I was a kid. Maybe because I didn't have friends and so I decided to become my own friend. I honestly don't remember when and why it started. Uh, but it's something I've been doing for a very long time and it was sort of just this habit that I barely even paid attention to. But during my depression, it was something that was pointed out to me. And as part of my recovery, I started to become more deliberate about it and use it as a tool to create the shifts that my mental and emotional health needed at the time. And at that point... I started this relationship with myself where I almost treated myself and talked to myself almost as a second person. So, for example, let me take you through a scenario. If I have a fight with my friend to make sense of how I'm feeling and to figure out what really went wrong, uh, as soon as I find some peace and solitude, this is how the mental dialogue would go. I would say to myself something like, okay, Krati, how are you feeling? Why are you so angry? Your reaction was way over the top, don't you think? And then I'll defend myself or I'll admit that, yes, it really was a little much and I do feel bad. And then I'll say something like, okay, do you think there's another perspective here? Because this friend of ours, she cares about us. So there must be a reason why she said or did what she did. Uh, if you can't see it, we have to go back and talk to her again. And this time do it calmly. We value this friend, right? You want to fix this, yes? Or would you rather walk away? And then there will be more back and forth till I've reached a place of calm and process the situation fully. Exactly how you would talk to another human being if you were helping them through a certain situation. So that's how I have conversations with myself. Almost like as soon as I'm alone, myself splits into two, like two smaller units of one larger entity. And both those units come together to protect the entity. I have no idea if this makes sense or not, but this is something I do a lot of the time actually all the time and it is very fundamental to the relationship that I have created with myself and very carefully nourished and it is also the very cornerstone of the strength in my personality my confidence it's why self-love is not something I practice in rituals it's a constant part of my life the love I have for myself infuses my very being it's not something I pull out or create with affirmations or vision boards on bad days it's constant and it grounds me in good and bad moments of my life. Going back to what I was telling you about how I talk to myself, uh, the thing about the two units. Now, the two units, when they talk to each other, one of them is the Krati that everyone sees and interacts with. She's the one who navigates the world and has all the experiences and interactions. 
and the other one is almost like the guardian the calmer version of me or my higher self almost and she remains calm even when shit hits the fan it's one of the reasons why i no longer lose my temper and indulge in slanging matches or throw things around something i was famous for doing once upon a time it's also why i never panic because that other krati she's got my back and she's so smart <laughs> that i know she'll come up with a solution and it will all be okay and even if it's not she'll help me recover and restart my life and as much as that krati is in my corner she's also someone who questions me on all of my decisions she's always hell bent on considering all perspectives and keeping me on the straight and narrow true to my value system again i have no idea if this is making sense to you or if it sounds too weird uh, but hopefully my next point will help the reason that i have these conversations although as i said doing them was not a conscious decision i started them when i was a kid uh, but as part of my recovery work i started bringing uh, deliberation and intentionality a conscious awareness to these conversations and why because i was trying to build a relationship with myself and to have a relationship with someone you have to talk to them right so now take a minute and think about your most precious relationship maybe it's with your partner your sibling best friend parent or grandparent whoever it is that doesn't matter but think about the love you have for this person and exactly how you nurture protect and express that love grab a pencil and a paper and just write this out this most precious relationship and how it functions and how you contribute to it what do you do to keep it healthy and happy there's your answer to loving yourself everything you do for the person at the other end of that much loved relationship start doing all of those things for yourself let's go a little deeper into it when we love someone we have their back which means that we fight for them and we do that by constantly showing them that we can be trusted to be there for them even when they're hating on themselves we find something to love about them and through words or through actions we show them why they are worthy of all that love and more we give them a trust when they say something like i'm going to build a profitable business do you think you can be a partner in this journey be my confidant or a guide or maybe even a financial partner you give them whatever resource you can afford to share you tell them that you believe that they can do whatever they set their mind to and that you can't wait for them to achieve this new goal they've chosen you are their cheerleader in whatever capacity you can manage despite our busy schedule we make time for them we celebrate their wins and we mourn their losses we remind them to eat healthy and drag them to the doctor's office when they're being dismissive of their health concerns and because the relationship means so much to us we also communicate our boundaries we let them know what makes us uncomfortable and what we want in the relationship so that the relationship functions at its healthiest best and lasts as long as we do we don't just give them our love but we also treat them with respect we talk through every decision that impacts both of us and never decide things for them we don't let outsiders interfere in that relationship and we sure as hell don't let others tell us how we should be feeling about this very important person in our life we create moments of sheer joy and fun spend days just laughing together and forgetting the rest of the world and all of its worries we know truly know this person that is the other half of the relationship we understand them because we don't operate on assumptions in this relationship we ask and we build an image of them understanding of them with the information they share with us and what they reveal through their actions and emotions 
Now that's a long list, right? But to me or for me, that's what a healthy relationship is all about. I do all of those things, every single one of them for the people I adore, for the people who who matter to me. And I do all of those things for myself as well. I have been in a relationship with myself and this relationship has made all the other relationships and in fact, all the other experiences that everyone else deems so, so important, good to have. As in, I'm happy to have them. I'm really grateful for them. But even if all of it goes away, if it all abandons me, if everyone abandons me, I know that I will be okay. I will find peace because of that relationship that I have with myself. And this relationship with myself, it's, it's such an asset in my life, a point of calm and strength because I have nurtured it so very, very carefully. I've invested time, energy and emotion into it. So that is my number one advice. Talk to yourself, have a relationship with yourself. When you want to give up on a dream, go to war with yourself, for yourself. Remind yourself of why that dream matters and why you deserve to have it. Fight for your happiness. Don't allow external experiences to distort your self-image. Maybe you failed and disappointed yourself in some way, but don't let that experience define you. Maintain a growth mindset and get yourself back in student mode. Learn and improve, but don't let that experience label you in negative ways. Trust yourself. Give yourself permission to dream and dream big. Yes, you can get the degree, build that business, travel across the globe, have a healthy relationship. You can do it all. You may have to face a bunch of challenges and do a lot of learning along the way, but you can do it. You realize that I'm just repeating the list of things you do in a healthy relationship that I've already uh, shared with you. Fight for yourself. Have faith in yourself. Don't let external events negatively impact how you think of yourself or your capabilities. Make time for yourself. And here's where all those self-care tips come in with the spa days, movie days, staycations and all that. Basically, just spend quality time with yourself. Take care of your health, mental and physical. Keep yourself honest and create self-accountability. Have a value system and hold yourself to that value system. Treat yourself with respect. No matter what you're facing in life, don't call yourself nasty names. If you've done something bad, hold yourself accountable and do what you need to do to undo it or make amends. But don't treat yourself as a bad person. Don't let lack of external validation diminish you. Validate yourself if you must, but don't build yourself up or tear yourself down based on what others think of you. People are capricious and moody. They're always changing their opinions. And most of the time, they have their own drama going on. So that opinion coming your way may not even be about you. So you need at least one person who looks at you and sees you be that person for yourself. Have long, lovely conversations with yourself so you can know yourself better because that's essential for the health of a relationship. And if that's a lot to remember or take in, you'll find a checklist that you can download in the episode description. It's a quick little thing uh, that I wrote down just for the benefit of this episode. Basically, what I'm trying to say here is just have a relationship with yourself and make that relationship loving and healthy. That is the key to liking yourself and eventually loving yourself. Treat yourself as your favorite person from this day forward. Now, I know for some people, it's not that easy and they struggle to love themselves. And there can be a lot of reasons for that. A bad childhood, massive gap between your ideal and actual self. 
uh, people in your life are always making you feel bad about yourself general struggles in life so there can be a lot of reasons but this is a fight worth fighting i would love to help you with your struggles and you can definitely book a session with me or dive into my writings or the the rest of the episodes on this podcast but you still have to do the work yourself and it starts with the belief that you're actually worth it spa days affirmations and forceful positivity will not do that for you but a relationship where you treat yourself with consideration and interest where you actually get to know yourself explore your own personality that will help another thing i'd recommend is that you create a well thought out carefully considered value system and you live up to those values think of a good parent a really really good parent someone capable of raising a good human parents like that don't just pamper and spoil their kid they also discipline their kid they teach them right from wrong they hold them accountable and no matter how heartbreaking it may be for them when their kid messes up they step back and they let their kid face the consequences of their actions good parents are also tough taskmasters and disciplinarians be that for yourself hold yourself to standards of behavior that you admire in others because believe me just a month of living life in accordance to your values it will completely shift your self image and most importantly it will skyrocket your self confidence so if you always admire discipline in others from this day forward bring discipline to your own life whatever that may look like this is how you learn to love yourself another tip revel in your individuality an imitation even a good one is just that it's a copy the original will always get the kudos the admiration and the applause while the imitation will continue to stand in its shadow don't do that to yourself it would be a very very tragic loss as they say no one is you and that is your superpower so nurture your individuality and when you get comfortable in that level of self expression revel in it go beyond authenticity go beyond just speaking and living your truth start reveling in it you see loving yourself it's not some kind of destination or a pill that you pop and voila you are good to go no it's an ongoing journey with no end in sight because you never know what turns life is going to take and what new version of you will have to be created to meet that particular challenge and whether you will like that version of yourself or not I have a good relationship with myself. I am my biggest most steady support system. I love what I see in the mirror. Failures, acne, bad hair day, external criticism, rejection, notwithstanding. It doesn't matter what goes on in my world. I have got my back because thanks to the time I have spent building that relationship with myself, I truly believe that I'm worthy of love, care and consideration even if no one else is willing to show me any of those things. Is no one even if no one is willing to show up for me. I have got it covered. It doesn't mean that I don't have days where I really don't want to be around myself, where I have where I feel brutally disappointed in myself. There are days where I don't like how I'm behaving, where I don't like how I'm making other people feel. But doing this work, it allows me to make my way back to a place of acceptance, forgiveness, and back to a place where I can find love for myself, liking and respect for myself. this this is exactly how relationships work right as we were going through this episode i asked you to think of your closest most important relationship 
even in that relationship you have fights you have days where you don't want to talk to that other person you have days where it's hard for you to be around that person but that doesn't mean you don't love them you don't care about them you no longer want them in your life you do it's just something bad happened now you have to resolve it you have to put in that work and then you have to make your way back to that place of friendship mutual love mutual respect another thing that i want to say before i sign off is that there are so many resources out there that talk about body positivity self care self discipline confidence and being bold all that is essential and they are great resources but if you have a good relationship with yourself if you actively care about yourself as much as you care about the most loved person in your life all of that is taken care of because if you actively care about yourself as much as you care about the most loved person in your life how can you possibly hate how you look and how can you possibly beat yourself up for not hitting all your goals or for eating an extra slice of pizza or for being nervous and scared how can you ever resent yourself for being human you wouldn't do it to any other person you love so if you have a relationship with yourself a caring loving relationship why would you do it to yourself so all that wonderful self care body positivity advice out there all of it gets taken care of if you cultivate a caring loving relationship with yourself start today start talking to yourself start getting to know yourself treat yourself as the most fascinating person in the world and start creating a relationship with yourself that allows for understanding acceptance liking respect and lots and lots of love and if you struggle with any of this as always i'm here for you just shoot me an email and we will talk it through good luck well what do you know we've reached the end of this episode thank you so much for joining me today for supporting the podcast and for sharing your time with me if you enjoyed this episode consider subscribing to the show on whatever podcast platform you love You can also watch the video version of the interviews and most of the solo episodes on my YouTube channel. Link is in the episode description. Now, if you made it this far, you must love the content at least a little bit or maybe you just like hanging out with me or there was something in this particular episode that resonated with you. Or maybe it's all of those things. I would love to know so if you've got a minute it will be great if you can drop a review on Apple Podcasts or you can send me your thoughts on the show via email. Now if you want content that goes deeper than even the podcast does with a lot of real life stories, one-on-one interactions or just become part of my tribe, subscribe to my weekly newsletter. The link is in the episode description. Once again, thank you so so much for sharing your time with me. Take care and I will be back soon with the next episode. Thank you.